trees to make way for the bank. But to our tired eyes, at least, it seems to be standing just fine. Symmetry has been restored. Palmer Square, even farther west, appears verdant and new. Its shops were built during a gentrification phase of the late 1930s. Strangely, they look like they've just opened. A newsstand displays a headline about Adolf Hitler's invasion of Poland, which we remember happened in September 1939. A movie poster advertises The Wizard of Oz. I have a feeling we're not in the 21st century anymore. The Graduate After a bit more walking, we find ourselves in Princeton's Graduate College, a castle-like enclave just off the main part of campus. The complex is a cloister within a cloister, offering an isolated environment for busy graduate students. Here, students reside in simple but comfortable dorms, take their meals in a central dining hall, and attend posh social functions such as dances and teas. Most of the residents are asleep, but lights are on in a small, ornate library room, where a lanky, brown-haired 21-year-old, slouched in a chair, mouth curled into the hint of a smile, gazes intently at a book on classical mechanics propped on his lap. He is a first-year graduate student preparing for an undergraduate course for which he will serve as a teaching assistant and grader. While the material is familiar to him, he has decided to take a quick look at what might lie ahead in the course. He is bracing for the imminent challenge of wading through piles of homework, checking students' calculations and correcting their errors in a way that motivates them to hone their problem-solving skills. A pyramid-shaped table lamp illuminates the passage the young graduate student is reading. It is about the head-on collision of two carts on a frictionless track. He runs through the problem in his head. Given the cart's masses and initial velocities, the laws of physics dictate exactly what will happen next. According to Isaac Newton's third law of motion, for every action, there is a reaction of equal magnitude and opposite direction. That means each cart experiences the same amount of force due to the other, but aimed in opposite ways. Following Newton's second law, force is change of momentum, the product of mass times velocity. Because each cart feels the same force, it changes its momentum by the same amount. One giveth and the other taketh. That universal balance is called the law of conservation of momentum. With perfect symmetry, the carts move away from each other with the same momentum boost, but in opposite directions. What about their speeds? Well, given that momentum constitutes mass times velocity, the lighter one will zoom off faster than the heavier one. That's the beauty of classical Newtonian physics. Classical in this context refers to the familiar scale of everyday life, as opposed to the subatomic quantum scale. We can make a precise prediction through a simple conservation law. Elsewhere, the book includes a section on simple harmonic motion, the behavior of springs, rubber bands, pendula, and anything that snaps back toward equilibrium, the balanced position, when stretched, compressed, or swung. Springs are often used to represent any such elastic object. Just as in the case of collisions, classical principles guarantee that spring motion is completely predictable. Ignoring friction, a spring stretched and let go 
will find its way back to its unstretched position. By the time it reaches that unstretched point, called equilibrium, it will be moving at its maximum speed. That is because its energy recycles from one form to another. The energy associated with its initial position, called potential energy, transforms into energy connected with its motion, called kinetic energy. But the drama doesn't end there. The spring keeps moving until it becomes compressed. At the point of maximum compression, it briefly stops and turns around. Its kinetic energy has completely changed back into potential energy, this time associated with squeezing, not stretching. The spring returns to equilibrium and keeps going until it stretches once again. The recycling of energy from potential to kinetic to potential to kinetic and so forth is called conservation of energy. A simple pendulum does the same thing. Back and forth, back and forth.